0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: When you hear songs like that, you know what it is. It's Friday. And that means it's a Vodka Red Bull Friday. And it's powered by Scotty's Vodka. Handcrafted Vodka. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland-made. Amazingly smooth. And loved throughout the DMV. I like when landfills start dancing off these songs. He's getting it in. Jeff joining us now. Jeff never looks at me, you know. And join us on the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opp- opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or Bet visiting betql.com well joining me now is my little bro from brother from another mother brian westbrook maryland he's, he's another maryland product we just had navarro bowman we got another guy brian, brian played for both of the teams that in the NFC championship game played for the eagles and the phil and the san francisco for you what's up b how you doing brother
2: B, how's everything, man? Exciting weekend, man. Exciting week of football, and so we'll see how it goes.
1: Well, I, I know where your heart is. I know you play for both teams, and I'm sure you, you – you, you, do you have any any of your body saying, you know, pull a little bit for 49ers? None.
2: zero, <laughs> zero percent of my body is saying uh, pull for the 49ers. You know, I, I, listen, I spent about five, six months out there in San Francisco. Most of that and this was during the season most of that was a vacation for me so um, you know it's one of those things where you know you, you know how it is that last year you're just trying to get one more year in yeah. and I was able to do it out there in San Francisco in the good weather so it wasn't a bad time but of course my heart is with Philadelphia
1: what's the big what's the biggest task this weekend for the Eagles as they go against the 49ers
2: well it, it really is defensively not give up the big play um, Kyle Shanahan just does a masterful job of game planning, getting guys in space. And when you look at Debo Samuels, you look at, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey, you look at some of their playmakers, you put those guys in space, even Elijah Mitchell, I mean, you put those guys in space, and they're home run hitters. Yeah. So for the Eagles, you got to figure out a way to be uh, consistent in your rush lanes, be consistent and doing your job and not give up the big play. If you can do that, I believe that the Eagles offense can find a way to win.
3: Brian, Miles Sanders, you know, having his first 1,000-yard rushing season, as somebody that's, you know, former back in the NFL, how much more advantageous is it to play with a quarterback that's as good of a running threat as Jalen is?
2: Oh, it makes all the difference in the world. You know, truthfully, NFL defenses are not set up to stop the quarterback run. No, And when Jalen is going to get you 60 to 70 yards a game, Now defensive ends, now linebackers have to take a step wider. They have to at least be a a step slower. And for a speed type of running back like uh, Miles Sanders, that step makes all the difference in the world. That takes a a, a 12-inch gap to 18-inch gap. And for a running back, that's all the type of space that you need. And so, of course, having a, a quarterback that can run the football, that can get on the edge and pass the ball effectively and efficiently, that makes all the difference in the world. And I think, you know, one of the things that have played in part to Miles Sanders' just great season is that he's hungry. It's a contract yeah. year for him. He's fighting for that contract. And so anytime you get him in this situation and all those variables play into, you know, it's into his hand, you know, it's a good situation. He's done a great job with it.
1: Brian, uh, two things. Uh, the rush, the run defense of the Eagles, if they took a little, I guess, like a little dip at one point of the, of the year. They seem to be getting better at it now. Are they back? And you know what it's going to take for them to slow down the running game of the 49ers? And also, people still talk about Jalen's uh, his shoulder. After he had that thirty-eight to seven game <laughs> against uh, against the Giants. didn't look like his shoulder bothered me. Then, is his shoulder okay?
2: No, I, I think Jalen's shoulder is fine. I mean, anytime you get a quarterback that's going to run the ball a little bit, you always are concerned about the shoulder. But I, I think his shoulder is is good enough. And and but you know, at this point in the year, you just have to be good enough. You don't have to Healthy, you didn't have to be good enough, and I think Jalen is good enough to go out there and, and be able to perform at a, at a high level. Now, when you look at the defense and their ability to stop the run, they, they did go through a dip, and it really coincided with Jordan Davis, the big rookie out of Georgia, getting injured. Um, and then they brought in Limbaugh Joseph, they brought in Indominicum Sue, and so they brought in some boys, some big boys <laughs> yeah. to, be able to try to stop the run. Um, and, and they got a little bit better, you know, with the run. But, but again, their defense in, under Jonathan Gannon, their defensive coordinator, has really been all about not giving up the big play. If you don't give up the big play, we'll make teams work, go, you know, eight, 10 minutes for a score. We feel offensively that that, that offense can get it done and put up more points than that football team. And so, really, the, the defense has played uh, into the shrimps of the offense. And because of that, you know, they've been able to, 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 to win 14 games in the season. Brian, when you look
3: at this matchup between the offensive line and the defensive line of the Eagles, uh, the Eagles defensive line and the San Francisco 49ers offensive line, that Eagles defensive line was on, you know, history making pace this year uh, mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. getting to the quarterback. Hassan Reddick, their free agent yeah, like, signing in. three or came four in. guys with double yeah. digit sacks. And Reddick really, to me, you know, led the charge with that coming in and leading that team with sacks. This 49ers offensive line, though, anchored by Big Trent Williams, Mitch McGlinchey on the other side is an elite tackle. Who do you think, without being a homer, who do you think has the true advantage between the offensive line of the Niners and the D-line of the uh, Eagles?
2: Well, listen, every football game is generally won or lost in the trenches. And when you look at, even when you look at both offensive lines, you're talking about two of the best offensive lines in the league. And so, yeah. uh, you know, when, when I look at San Fran's offensive line, I, I, I give them the advantage because they've been solid. They've, been done, the, they've done a great job of allowing Uh, Brock Purdy to hold on to the football when he needed to, allow him to get the ball out of his hands, being able to be great run blockers. And so (laughs) I get the advantage there. But but this is where I think the Eagles, you know, may have something in store. They have the ability to run, you know, four, six, eight, ten guys out there throughout a game. And throughout a game, that wears you down as far as the offensive line standpoint. And so because of the numbers that they're going to throw at this offensive line of San Francisco, I I still think that there are areas where the Eagles – Offensive, excuse me, defensive line has an advantage, but all over, if you talk about fresh on fresh, you know, starting the game, I give the I give the advantage to the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Brian, I was telling Linnell earlier. I said, yeah, you know, I said Brian was my little rook when he came in. He said, wow, he played with you.
0: <laughs> 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 my,
1: my bad, Brian. Like I didn't know you that old, brother
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, man. But looking
1: at looking at the game, like like right now. The things you did so well, you were able to run the ball, you were able to run the pass routes out of the backfield, you can line up in the slot, move around the thing, and they're doing that a lot with Christian McCaffrey. And Mm -hmm. the Eagles do that with different backs. You know, how important is that for when a running back has that type of ability? Because I know linebackers are smaller today, but they're still not more athletic than running backs.
2: Well, you you have an advantage. And so if we went back in the day, everyone played the 4-3, everyone basically had three or four linebackers on the Mm -hmm. field at the time, and so, if you had two running backs in the backfield, and you motion a guy out, now it's the running back versus uh, you know a linebacker, which I describe as a turd, right? And so they're going to be slow and they're going to be big. But now you're right; you're going to have a, a nickel long. You're going to have a linebacker that's smaller, but still, you know, you're talking about one of the best pass running, um, pass route running, uh, running backs in the game, and Christian McCaffrey. And after he catches the ball, to be able to wiggle and to be able to get down the field, it's just hard to guard that type of thing. And so what the Eagles probably are going to do in those situations is use zone to try to be able to stop them and then be able to try to make a tackle after he catches the ball. But here's the advantage, right? You have a running back. Again, there's not a bunch of them that can go run routes in the NFL. So the linebackers aren't used to that. They're not used to being able to go check guys that are running routes from the running back position or that can start in the backfield and then run a route. And so it's a little bit different angle. And there's certainly an advantage to the guys that have that ability. Certainly, Christian McCaffrey is one of those guys that can do it at a very high level.
3: Brian, when you look at this Eagles defense, James Bradbury and Darius Slay get a lot of the credit uh, on the outside for as to why this group has been able to be what they've done, do what they've done. This linebacker tandem that they have with Kaiser White and T.J. Edwards, two of the fastest dudes uh, in the league, you know, at that position. How have they helped this defense, and how do you think they match up? like you said, with a George Kittle and with a Christian McCaffrey?
2: Well, listen, it's a tough matchup. When you talk about George <laughs> yeah. Kittle's size, strength, speed, that's a tough matchup. But, again, one of the things that the linebacker core from the Eagles have done very well is tackle. Yeah, They don't miss very many tackles. And if you can hold a guy, you know, to a five-yard game, a catch, and, and you tackle right there, that's a win for the Eagles. They look at that as a win. They don't look at it as, you know, oh, he got five yards. They're looking at it we prevented him from getting 25 yards. And so they, they've just been a, a great pair yeah. of tacklers in the middle of that defense. And when you have that, I mean, this league, quite honestly, when you think about the San Francisco offense, even the Eagles offense, it's all about catch and run. Yeah. If you can break one tackle, then you, you're, you're running for a long ways there. And the great thing about the Eagles defense and their linebackers has been that they've been great tacklers throughout the season. And if that continues in this game, then that kind of takes away some of the advantages that the 49ers have with so much explosive explosiveness in, in their players. When you talk about Kittle and Ayuk and, and Christian McCaffrey and and Samuel, you know, they just have guys that when they touch the football, it's hard to get them to the ground and they make big plays because of their ability to break tackles.
1: So who do you think win this game, Brian?
2: you, you know, I, I really do <laughs> believe it's gonna come this is a tough one, right? So I, I really exactly right. it, it comes down to the quarterbacks. I believe that the Eagles have the ability to to put some pressure on Brock Purdy, who's playing in the biggest game of his career and and on a big stage on the road. And because they're going to get him off the spot, because it'll put some pressure on him, because they're going to make him be patient and not get the big plays down the field, I'll I'll take the Eagles in this one.
3: Yeah, I don't blame you. I I know a little Homer bias in there, but I I don't blame (laughs) you. (laughs) A little bit. I I call the Eagles Bengals Super Bowl, man. Um, for for the matchup out in Arizona. I want to take it off the field for a second here, Brian, when it comes to the makeup of this Philadelphia Eagles football team. Howie Roseman and the job that he has done and continuing to be as aggressive as he's been you know, as the general manager of this football team, as a player, when you go out and see that you guys are bringing in top guys from across the league, does it give you a little bit more of a confidence and an edge and a swagger to say, hey, look, I know we think that we're good, but our GM's got the mentality that we want to be better.
2: Well, just you just know this is what you know when you walk out on that field. And for me, it was Donovan and Beamish and and, and To and I'm looking at Dawkins on the other side, Trotter and Hugh. I'm sorry, so when you walk out on the field and you're looking around at Pro Bowlers all around you and great players, playmakers and and good consistent uh, you know backups and things like that. That gives you a little bit more confidence to go out there and do your job. And Howie Roseman, you know, for all of his faults that a lot of people feel, he has done a masterful job of putting talent around a young quarterback, Mm -hmm. being able to protect them offensive line-wise. Of course, A.J. Brown is a big-time big get in the offseason. But then when you look on the defensive side of the ball, how do you protect a young quarterback? You you run the football, you pass the football, but you get him a good defense that's going to get the ball back to him and is going to give him more bites at the apple. And that's what Howie Roseman has done. And so, you know, you have to give him credit uh for being able to put the right pieces around a young quarterback and, and make this team viable, not for this this year. You know, and there are a lot of teams to do it. You see the what the Rams did last year. They were just fighting to win that one Super Bowl right. and then they blow it. They have to blow it up. Howie Roseman has built this thing where it's sustainable for the future and that's exactly the way to build a football team to to be a lasting football team, not just a flash in the pan.
1: What what are you expecting all this weekend? And you know, Philly I've I've been in a lot of games there. I went up there a couple times <laughs> In the playoffs over the years, and uh, this game here is huge, okay? They've gone to the Super Bowl now since 2017. They got that win. Do you think it's going to reach those type of heights uh, as uh, the 49ers roll in town?
2: Oh, it definitely will, and, and this is what the Philly fans you know, they it, it, it's all about what have you done for me lately, right? <laughs> they almost have forgotten about 2017. <laughs> now it's about what can we do this year, 2022, 2023, uh, to win another Super Bowl. And once you get that taste in your mouth, you'll never forget. And so those NFC Championship games are huge. We're playing at home, which is a, a certainly an additive uh, benefit for this football team. And, you know, the the, the link is going to be going crazy. The fans will be going crazy starting today all weekend long, tailgating in the parking lot. And so it's certainly going be an exciting weekend and a great weekend for football.
1: I saw your, your commercial, you, Doc, and uh, Chad. You know, it's a, oh, Philly, yeah. it's, it's a Philly thing, huh?
2: Nah. It is a Philly thing, man. It is a Philly thing. And that's the way we want to make it. Explain, make sure explain, that
1: people a, that, look, explain a little bit of the Philly thing. And I tell people when I first rode in town, I saw this billboard. And I could see it was a little kid, like four years old, from a distance. As I got close, I saw that he was flipping off people. <laughs> and at the, bottom said, at the bottom it said, we start them young. I realized right. what Philly was about then. How do you describe a Philly?
2: That's hilarious. Well, it's, it's kind of like that passion, <laughs> that love for the game. It's, it's also that knowledge of the game, but it's us versus you, and we don't care where that's at, how we do that. It's all of us versus you. And, and I know a lot of places you go, they, they have a similar mentality. They think that they do, but it's like that all year round. It's not just in football season. It's in basketball season and baseball season. It is a Philly thing. It is a thing that, you know, we're going to tailgate all night long and then wake up in the morning and then drive to the to the game and tailgate inside the game and, you know, all those <laughs> different types of things. And so there is that passion. There's that drive to win. Um, and it starts with the fans and it certainly uh, trickles onto the football field and, and, and the players feel it as well.
3: All right, my man. Appreciate talking to yeah. you, B. All right, Thank
1: Take right, care, man.
2: Take care. All right. He
1: killing it off the field too, brother.
2: Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. All right,
1: that. man. That's Brian Westbrook. Wow. Just joining us, uh, giving us a little time just now. And both of those guys, Navarro and Brian played at a high level, and they understand terrific football. I think Ooh. it's going to be a, a very good game. You know what? I don't know exactly how either of these games are going to yeah. go, but I'm looking for one of those that you look at and you go, hey, they were throwing haymakers all day. Yeah. And if I could see that, they hit on defense, do some stuff on offense, and they could get me back and forth, that would be exciting. Because I don't want to see a game blown out early. I want to yeah. see it fight all the way down to the end. I'll take us a quick break. We'll be back. And uh, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's just break. talk a little bit more about this, Bingo Chiefs. Get a little bit more of the things going. But then who will be the next guaranteed contract guy? Hmm. You know what? We've been talking a lot about this. We, this. People like to say that the CBA, MB, uh, MLB, uh, look at basketball. They have guaranteed contracts. You act as if they're in the CBA. They're not in the CBA. We'll talk about how they got there, and will it sort to happen more in the NFL? This is B. Mister Finley with Linnell William. We'll be back.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.